0: Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you are here. Hey, you could have chosen a lot of different podcasts, and no doubt there are some really great ones out there. And so, truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for uh, choosing to be here. Hey, today we are going to be talking about stress. Um, I do monthly coaching and in that um, I have a group of women that are in my Facebook group and um, I post over there from time to time you know just different things that I'm thinking about different things that are on my heart and uh, this morning I put together a post and I put it over there and it really resonated with a lot of them I had a really a lot of great feedback and some people were texting me and I was like you know what if it's speaking to them I I bet it's speaking to you. And I talked about four different things in that post, but one of them that really resonated with people is this. Most of your stress is self-manufactured because of your view of things and of your life. How many can just give me a witness to that right there? I can tell you I've been guilty of this myself um, I can get myself completely stressed out really quick um, I can start thinking about all the things that need to be done all the way all the pressure the decisions that I don't even have to make yet but right now I feel like I need to know what I'm going to do and before I know it I am completely stressed out I feel completely overwhelmed and my kids my husband my employees uh, my church that my husband and I lead none of them get the best of me I was reading a study along time ago and it's always stuck with me that 80 percent of all moms cite they feel an unbearable amount of stress and then 70 percent of americans say that they are sleep deprived and i think that's so interesting because um we as a generation of people we work 181 hours more per year than previous generations And I will just say that in our lives, you know, I think that this is making us pay a lot more than we realize. You know, whenever I go to a store, Brian, he always laughs at me because the first thing I do is always look at price tags. I'm always curious, you know, how much does this cost? Like, I may not really like it, but I just want to know how much it costs because I love to see the price tag of things. And I always think it's amazing how expensive some things are and it's astounding how cheap others are. And um, I think about this uh, when it comes to stress, and I think we're not realizing how we, us living in this overwhelmed state of stress and overwhelm, how much it's costing our family, how much it's costing our joy, how much it's costing for our marriage, how much it's costing in our spiritual health and our spiritual life. And I think if we will just for a moment just step back and be like, okay. It, what? why are we so busy? Why are we so busy? I think there's four reasons um, why we're busy. In my personal life, these would be reasons for me. Um, number one is we believe more is better. You know, if a little bit is good, more has got to be better. And so we keep packing our schedules. You know, you think about we're not the first people to do this. Solomon in the Bible was the same way. He had so many wives. He had so much of everything. And in the end, he was completely miserable. And I think for so many of us, we try to cram every single minute of our day. Okay, how many of you guys are guilty of this? I know I'm guilty of taking my phone with me to the restroom because I feel like I can't just sit for that 30 seconds to use the restroom. If that was TMI, I'm so sorry, but I've got to respond to emails in that 30 seconds because I can't stand to think that there's an unproductive moment um, that I could be doing something, and I think this goes into that Stressed out, overwhelmed state is that we believe more is better. So, and I'll just say this that time management isn't for you to be able to fit more things into your schedule. Time management is so you can do more of the things that you love. It's making time for you to be able to rest and do the things you love. And I have been guilty of. Trying to find ways to be more effective, just so that way I can cram more things into my schedule. And that's not the way that God's called us to live our lives at all. Uh, Number two, I think it's for social uh, pressure. Honestly, everybody expects us to be busy. In fact, when you ask people, how are you doing, their automatic response is busy. And that makes me so sad. And I almost think that we, our society tells us that to be uh, worthy or to be a mom that is good or to be a wife that's good or a friend that's good, whatever it is, that we have to live these busy, crazy lives. It's almost like living a life that's peaceful and at ease Like, there's something weird or wrong with you, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, The third reason why I think we're so busy is we want everything, and we want it right now. We want everything right now. We don't want delayed gratification. Um, Again, another statistic I was reading said that the average American is spending 117% of their income every single month. No wonder why we're stressed out. We are stretched so thin. Not only do we not have time, but we don't have enough money to be able to let ends meet. And that leads us in a complete state of overwhelm continuously. The fourth reason of why um, we're so busy is our worth comes from our schedule and because of that we don't know how to sit and how to be we don't want to be quiet if we'll get real with ourselves we don't like the sound of our own thoughts and so we fill every single moment with social media and distractions and netflix and youtube and meetings and appointments and schedules and games and all these things that we're not able to just sit and be with our thoughts. See, I want us to take away these few things, and I think that they'll help you begin to live a life that's less stressed. Come on, somebody. And begin to have more peace. And I believe that's what God's calling us to live is that kind of life. God never intended us to be completely stressed out, completely overwhelmed. That is not God's will for your life. Number one, Start living with less of what does matter than more of what doesn't. Okay, so let me explain that. You're going to start living with the things that really matter. I'm going to break this down. If you don't put your priorities on your schedule, then guess what? Somebody else's priorities are going to show up on your schedule. And they're going to be, you're going to be helping them achieve their goals instead of you achieving your goals. Everything that matters to you you should have on your schedule. I should be able to look at your schedule and see exactly what you believe in, exactly what you value. And so if your kids are a priority, do you have a night that's just for them? Um, We call it at our house uh, the family fun night. And it's all family, all fun, all night. And we don't do cell phones. We don't do anything. And as my kids are teenagers, they don't want a full family night. So sometimes it just looks like an hour. Sometimes it looks like us just doing something together in the backyard, hanging out, going on a golf cart ride. I mean, we do lots of different things. You, you've you just got to make it what it looks like for you. But I think start living with less and start focusing on the more of what actually matters. I love this in Proverbs 10, 22. It says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. In God's economy, He's not looking for you to have more of everything else and miss out on the things that matter most. And so for me and my family, I knew that one of the most important things to me in my life is to know that my kids um, love Brian and I, that they love the local church, and that they love God. And so I'm making sure that those things are priority. Um, We do a date night every single Thursday where Brian and I, uh, we go, we have a dinner together. Sometimes it's nice, sometimes it's cheap, but it's always cheap just he and I, no phones, no kids, and just having a good time. Why? Because we make sure to schedule what matters. Why? Because we want less of what doesn't matter and more of what does. Number two, you have all the time you need. You have all the time you need. Here's the thing, is time is no respecter of persons. Every person gets 24 hours in a day. It doesn't matter if you're Steve Jobs. Well, he's passed away now. But if you're Bill Gates, right? Or if you're Oprah Winfrey or if you're Crystal Sparks. It's not like you're going to get more time. And I hear people say, I need more time. No, what you need to do is decide what you're going to do less of and what you're going to do more of. And so usually we're saying that because we feel like the people that we love are getting cheated, And so you've got to realize that the time you have is all you'll ever have. So it's just like a money budget. Well, how are you spending it? Are you spending it in the most effective way? You know, my daughter, she just started her uh, freshman year of high school, which is absolutely insane because I remember when she was a little bitty, I thought there's no way that she is ever going to be a freshman in high school. And here we are today. She started her first day of her freshman year of high school, and it is insane to me. And I was thinking this morning about how short it is the time that she's going to be at home. You know, she has less than 200 Saturdays left in our home before she leaves to college. And when you put that in that perspective, saying yes to things on a Saturday becomes a lot more selective because I realize that this time with her at home is so short and it's going to be gone before I know it. She's in her final years of being here at the house, and I want to make sure that I'm giving her the best of her dad and I and that she's not just getting the leftovers. See, the time you have is all you need, and a lot of us have bought into the slide that we need to buy more time. And the truth is that we just need to be more wise about where we're spending our time. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. See, I think if we got really intentional about the time that we had, I think that we would begin to uh, be more firm with our yeses and are more firm with our noes. We would begin to really think through, does this line up with what God's put me on this earth to do and not just accepting any request and anything that came our way. The third thing um, I want to tell you is that it's time for us to begin to live our life on purpose. You know I think for us in in my life I think so often I if I'll just be honest um, I just get busy with everything else and I know we kind of hit on this a little bit but is your life truly being lived on purpose? I want you to look at your calendar What are the things that God has called you to do? And what are the things that you're doing because you feel like it's done out of obligation, because somebody else wants you to do it, because you feel like it's the right thing to do? And what are the things that God has actually called you to do? See, I found this in my life that... I want to invest in what matters. I want to invest in what matters. I don't want to just be a gambler with my time. I want to be an investor. I want to make sure that I'm sewing into the right things and that I'm doing the right things. So here's what I want you to do I want you to take inventory of your schedule and I want you to ask yourself these questions Am I doing what I should be doing? Am I doing what I should be doing? You know, I look at my schedule every single week at the beginning and at the end of every week, and I have intentions physically. I have intentions in my marriage. I have intentions with my staff. I have intentions all the way across the board. And at the end of every single week, I asked myself, what did I do to move each one of those things forward? One of the best things I ever heard was by T.D. Jakes. And he was talking about in an interview that he said, at the end of every day, I grade myself as a father. I grade myself as a husband. I grade myself as a pastor, as a business owner. And he said, I will tell you the truth. I don't ace it every single day in every area. I just make sure that I don't go to bed the same week three times failing in the same area. And that freed me up so much, because the truth is, every single day, I am not the best mom, and every single day, I'm not the best pastor, I'm not the best pet wife, because the truth is, if you're going to kill it in one area, that means you're also going to not kill it in another. The truth is, by choosing to be the best pastor, that may mean that I'm doing a really late night with people in the church, and meeting with people, and doing whatever needs to be done, but that also means that I'm saying no to being home with my family. So I didn't really ace it as a mom. But the next day, I'm going to show up for them. And I'm not going to let the guilt of what I didn't do on Monday keep me from being present on Tuesday. The second question I want you to ask is ask why are you doing it? Ask why are you doing it? And the thing I have to tell myself in this is that I am not that important. I think the enemy tries to get us into this mindset of if we don't do it, who will? And how many people are gonna be so disappointed and how many people are gonna feel let down? And here's the thing, is that why are you doing it? I believe that you can be doing the right thing for the wrong reason and God's not gonna let you see a reward on it. Your motive behind it is just as important as the purity of the action. So you to doing something for the right reasons is so important. And so oftentimes we're doing it out of guilt, or manipulation or because we feel like this is what a good mom should do and I'll just say who defines what a good mom is or isn't I mean a good mom is who she is right um I think that's a very subjective thing a good mom right and the third thing that I want you to ask yourself is does your schedule reflect your priorities you know I talked about this as far as um you know, looking at our schedules and making sure. And one thing I heard Andy Stanley say years and years ago, he says that people will always say, I love my kids with all my heart, or I love my husband with all my heart. And here's the thing is that your kids and your husband don't see your heart, but you know what they do see is they see where you spend your time. And I want to make sure that my time reflects what I value. And the next question I want to ask you is, will it matter 20 years from now? Will it matter 20 years from now? The things that you're doing that you feel like are so important for you to do, will it matter 20 years from now? Let's just back that up all the way and say, will it matter five years from now? And I think if we got really honest with all the things that we are doing, the answer is no. And I'm not here to knock your schedule and to knock where you're at. But I am here to say that something that God's been dealing with me about the, since the beginning of this year is if it feels like too much, it is because it is. And I think so often we are so wrapped up in this cycle of feeling so obligated that we should be doing these things. And the truth is it doesn't even matter. And I will say this, that um, one of my favorite movies is the movie Up. And he talks about at the very end, it shows him and the little old man, and they're sitting there, and they're um, eating ice cream on the curb, and they're calling out the car names. And what he says at the end of that is so precious, and he just says, you know, I think at the end of our lives, the things that really matter the most are the little moments. And I'll say to your children, the things that really matter at the end of the day is that they had a mom that showed up and was present, that they had a dad that wasn't completely stressed out when he came home every day from work and was so frazzled over money. Your kids would rather live in a not as nice house to have a parent who is happy and is showing up and is present than to have all the things in the world. Because 20 years from now, they're not going to be like, wow, my parents bought me the best shoes but they worked 60 hours a week to get it what they are going to be like is wow my mom and dad we had the best conversations over dinner together and I think us being people that are intentionally crafting moments that will matter 20 years from now I truly believe that most of memories don't happen on accident they're intentional they're intentional because people decided that they were going to show up and make them happen Every day when I get home from work, um, one of the things I do when I pull into my driveway, I don't treat it like, okay, I'm clocked out from work. It's time for me to unwind and be home. I always think about, okay, Crystal, now your real job starts. It's time for you to clock in as mom. It's time for you to clock in as a wife. And I always ask myself, how do you want to show up? When you walk in that door here in just a second, how do you want to show up? Do you want to show up as the stressed out mom? Do you want to show up as the tired mom? Do you want to show up as the mom that just had really hard meetings and is really disappointed mom? Uh, or does do you want to walk through that door as the fun mom, the laughing mom, the mom that is engaging with her kids? And that, when I set those intentions, I can just say, those are the nights that our family has the best evenings But when I just let my schedule and let life drive me, then they're going to get the leftover part of me. And I know that in 20 years, I don't want them to have that memory. I want them to have the memory of a mom that was always present, that was full of joy, and that was there for them. Um, So, hey, I hope you got something out of that. Um, If you'll do me a favor, if this podcast spoke to you, Can you do me a favor and share it with somebody? Um, Maybe that looks like sharing it on social media. Maybe it's sending a text to a friend. Um, Whatever it is, I truly believe that this is a message that so many people need to hear because if we'll get honest, we all struggle with this. And uh, I believe that God doesn't want us to live stressed out lives. He wants us to live the joyful life that he's created for us. And so with all that said, hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Do me a favor and And subscribe if you haven't done so already. And let's have a really, really great week.